Hello everyone and welcome to our podcast series Sellerspeak. Sellerspeak is a platform where we invite Amazon experts from different domains to share their business secrets to help sellers succeed in their Amazon journey. So make the most out of it. Today we have Stephen Pope with us. Well, Stephen needs no introduction, but for our viewers who are new to Amazon, Stephen is the founder of My Amazon Guy. a marketing agency who manages 300 plus brands my amazon guy is an agency that focuses on growing traffic and sales on amazon steven has more than 1200 tutorial videos on youtube showing how to handle any problem faced on amazon today we'll be discussing about the realm of amazon with our expert so let me bring him on the screen hey everybody Hello, how are you? Good. Happy Monday. Getting ready for this nice Christmas Black Friday rush. Kind of hoping the economy will recover. We'll see what happens. Oh, great. You know, it feels so amazing to have you on our podcast. I've been oh, following so all your posts. They are so inspiring and uh, you know, I cannot wait our viewers to get inspired by today's podcast. No pressure. All right, here we go. Yes. So I'm all pumped up for today's session. So let's get right into it. We all know that voice shopping or conversational commerce is an emerging trend. Voice continues to deliver on top of the funnel search metrics. How will this voice assistant movement affect the way customers shop, and how will sellers adapt in terms of marketing and selling their products and services, Stephen? Well, so when you talk about wise assistant, I actually am not terribly too familiar with this. So tell me a little bit about that first, and I'll tell you how I think I will weigh in on it. So, so you're talking about the voice assistant. Well, so if we talk about Alexa, for example, um, Alexa's department just in the last couple of days was pretty much uh, terminated by Amazon. So, like, not the basics of the department, but like all of the investments Jeff Bezos was making in it. So, I don't think this ever really took off as much as it should have, um, honestly. But but in terms of of what we know, um, you know, people were talking to computers in, in forever. Like if you look at the Star Trek memes from back in the day, we're talking like super old Star Trek original series, and they're like, you know, telling the computer to beam them up or Scotty, you know, help me out with this or whatever. And and so like this has always been something that we thought would be helpful. But if you look at like if you go on Reddit just this past weekend, I saw a nice thread about how. Um, pissed off Alexa makes people feel when they're trying to just go about their day. You know, like anytime somebody's like, you know, going about their day in the kitchen, they tell Alexa to turn the music on or something like that. And then all of a sudden Alexa's like, would you like to hear about, no, I would not. Like nobody ever, ever wants Alexa to interrupt their day and help them do anything proactively. It needs to be a reactive thing. And nobody shops by just telling uh, a voice command or assisting it by voice command to go out and do things for them on Amazon. They, first of all, they need to check the price. They need to check the history of the price because we have hyperinflation right now. Um, and so I just don't think voice command ordering is ever going to take off. I really don't. Do I think voice ordering information? Absolutely. That's 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 like my my kids. I have four kids, seven and under. Anytime they have a question and mom or dad's not available, what do they do? They go over to Alexa and ask the question. <laughs> so dangerous activity potentially. Uh, so so I just don't think that voice assistance on, on ordering um, in customer shops is, is gonna pick up any more than it already has. I really don't. 
Well, that's an answer. You know, I think it was estimated that voice commerce uh, sales will hit around $40 billion in 2022. This depicts how voice search will change the future of e-commerce and create opportunities for online retailers. So it's important for businesses to actively look for voice search optimization to, you know, rank better and augment their digital presence. Now, talking about e-commerce business options, uh, there's Merch by Amazon. Now, Amazon Merch on Demand helps you increase revenue through the sale of branded products designed by you and produced, sold, and shipped by Amazon. It utilizes Amazon Prime and FBA, and it doesn't require investment nor inventory. How cool is that? So, Stephen, at what tier should sellers start AMS for their products? So merch on demand allows people to load logos and other information. Um, that's something cool that can be like slapped on a t-shirt, for example. Um, this program is over inundated by sellers at this time. Uh, so it's actually not even possible to get an application to process through that, through the regular um, means of that. So I think it's a successful program. Amazon, every time Amazon launches 10 programs, usually one out of 10 will be successful. This is a case of the one out of the 10. Um, however, I don't necessarily think it's terribly scalable for the majority of people. Um, the, the, the sort of person who should engage in this platform is actually a designer, somebody who can make creatives, um, but don't necessarily know how to manufacture. Do I think that um, a, a previously already manufacturing t-shirt company should be doing this sort of program? Probably not. I don't. I think the margins are too low for the amount of time you're investing, um, and it's just not going to make sense. Um, so most sellers probably not a good fit, but for the the very hyper creative types, they're probably doing pretty well. Absolutely, Stephen. When you know promote your designs through Amazon PPC, the most important thing is that you know, which keywords customer use to buy them. So targeting the right keywords is very important because ultimately you want to improve your organic ranking as well as boost visibility. Now, Amazon private label has become very much popular among the sellers for the past few years. And when it comes to selling private label products on Amazon, the main disadvantage experienced by most Amazon sellers is difficulty in establishing brand loyalty so steven where what are your expert tips to overcome this particular disadvantage so most brands if you were to quiz the customers of those brands and you ask let's say a thousand of them what was the last item you bought on amazon and then you know they some people tell you socks some people tell you soaps whatever and then you follow up with the next question what was the name of the brand of the item that you purchased Unless it was a household name item or a luxury item like Apple or a household name like Tide, I think that 99% of those people would not be able to answer that question. That is a symptom of Amazon um, basically killing brands. It's, it's a marketplace where brands almost seemingly don't exist. Now, there's a lot of things that you can do to combat this. Some are simple, like making social posts so that you're socially uh, engaged. And I, when I say this, I mean Amazon social posts, which is basically Instagram for Amazon. It's free. And if you're not making posts there, you're missing out on thousands of impressions to keep that branding going. Other things that you can do is like put a product insert like this. Um, so this is something I actually emailed or mailed out to 
um, sellers like a postcard, um, putting product inserts into the packaging uh, to keep that engagement going for a reorder. Like not just like, hey, give me a five-star review on Amazon, but more so, hey, uh, if you take a picture of your product and post it on Instagram, I'll give you $20 off your next order. Stuff like that. That's the way that you can engage on the branding side. It's no longer possible to ask for reviews. Amazon has pretty much made that uh, a no-no these days. Um, people still do it, obviously. But like you can't really do it by email anymore. If you do it in your postcards or your, your product inserts, you're going to get in trouble. Um, and you could they could force you to remove your inventory. So um, some things that you can do very easily from a design perspective is make sure your main image has your branded uh, name on it. Um, that can be very beneficial. Um, your packaging needs to be not just a brown box, but actually branded packaging. Having A-plus content, brand stories, which is a new module on top of, of A-plus content, as well as uh, premium A-plus content, which is brand new. You have to have 15 A-plus contents delivered and a brand story live to get access to that. These are things that you can do to emphasize your brand. Um, some smaller, more advanced things that you can do is do video Q&A with your customers directly on the PDP, the product display page. And that's where you take uh, a question that somebody asks on Amazon and you respond with a video. Those videos do show up to the consumers and it helps with your branding and exposure. Gives you gives the customer a reason to buy your product versus the thousand other apple slicers on the market, so to speak. Thank you for those great tips. I think running a private label is not an easy job. You need to be alone. No, it's definitely passive income, right? Yeah, completely. And you know, in order to kick off your brand, it is definitely a good idea to run PPC campaigns. This will assist you to draw organic traffic and build a customer base, which will in turn help to build the brand loyalty. So Amazon offers many advertising options, as you all know, for brands including sponsored display ads and demand-side platform ads. So these ad types allow brands selling on Amazon to increase their visibility and stay ahead of their competition. Now, many sellers consider both of them as the same, but they are actually not. So Stephen, which one is better, demand-side platform or sponsored display ads? Uh, honestly, I think I'm going to give you an answer you may not be expecting, but I, I don't think most sellers should be using DSP at all. If you're not spending $50,000 on Seller Central ads, your sponsored products, and your basics, you shouldn't even be looking or considering DSP. Um, I'm probably a little outspoken on that, but uh, th the reason is, is that there's display ads inside of, of Amazon Seller Central and most sellers are not even taking advantage of those. And if they are, they're not having great results. So how, how is somebody going to go even higher in the funnel, right? DSP funnel is up here, uh, sponsored displays here, sponsored brands here, and, and sponsored products down here. So the lower in the funnel you get, the more likely to convert your dollar goes farther. So brands that aren't even spending $50,000 have no business going higher up in the funnel to touch DSP. Uh, sponsored display, it has a lot of features that DSP used to have uniquely available, which is retargeting, uh, marketing certain sectors, uh, and hitting off of Amazon traffic. So for those that haven't even touched sponsored display, don't even think about DSP. For those that are spending five, dollars $10,000 on sponsored display, 50K overall a month in overall sponsored ads, you probably should look at DSP. Totally, Stephen. 
I think these two ad types offer unique benefits, but they also have the opportunity to complement each other or be used separately to achieve great results. Well, let me tell you all that Amazon is set out to create another flywheel that is buy with Prime. This process is set to affect the payment gateway and fulfillment methods. How I was do excited you that? Sorry? Yeah, I'm excited for this one. I actually think this one will be a game breaker. Um, Shopify stock prices went down when Amazon announced this. Uh, right. And it's basically Amazon's way of butting in to the Shopify right. game uh, and, and giving two-day prime shipping to anybody, whether they buy it on Amazon or not. So this is right. my prediction is this will be a very special and successful program. However, having said that, just since July of this year, we've seen that Amazon's Prime go from two-day guaranteed to more like two to five days. And, oh, and so, like, okay. yeah, it's been bad. And so there's, a, there's thousands of reports of Amazon's Prime system collapsing. Oh. And so there's a lot, of, um, a lot of challenges that Amazon has with logistics right now. Amazon okay. is understaffed at FBA, which is why restock limits are so harsh this year. Even though the demand is way down from the consumer, Amazon's ability to meet even the basic demand has evaporated. And that's because of staffing woes and other challenges. So I think this is a great program. I also right. think Amazon has no way to support the program with its current infrastructure. And, and I do think that long-term, this program will be successful. Short-term, I have a lot of freaking questions. Like, how, why would they launch this right now when they're struggling to even meet the basics of, of what Amazon Prime has been created to do in the last decade? So lots of questions, hopeful, but watching very closely on this one. <laughs> yeah, same here. So, you know, how the DTC sellers will be able to uh, offer this to customers, like the buy with Prime? Yeah, so essentially what it does, it allows you to have that Prime badge directly on your website, whether you're using Shopify, Magento, whatever it might be. And, and so a consumer will go through the regular checkout flow directly on your site, but then the logistics will be supported through FBA, which means it's coming out of your Prime inventory. You don't have to ship direct inventory in for this special program. It's coming out of your regular FBA inventory. It took me less than 20 minutes to set this program up and install it on my website. So it's very easy. That's a good thing going for it. Uh, but in terms of the impact, did not have an impact on my website sales. So you're still gonna have to do all the classic marketing things, drive traffic, improve conversion rates, for Buy With Prime to have any impact on somebody. Um, for most sellers on Amazon, you're a native Amazon brand. You don't even sell on a website. This is not a program that's gonna help you. For the sellers out there that have a website, they're generating a million dollars in sales a year. This is a no-brainer program. Definitely need to be doing it. Those were some amazing insights, Stephen. You know, to all the sellers incorporating Buy With Prime into your e-commerce site is a huge win for shoppers as it elevates the shopping experience as a whole. And that is what all sellers ultimately want, right? And with this, we have almost reached the end of the session. Thank you so much, Stephen, for sharing your expert tips with us. I'm sure all the sellers watching this video have got a better understanding about different topics we have covered today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. It's all of us against Amazon. Awesome. And a big thank you to our amazing audience for being a part of this. 
Your support means a lot to us. If you found this video helpful, please like, share and subscribe to Salara. Do click the bell icon so that you never miss on any other video. We are coming up with exciting podcasts every Friday. So don't forget to tune in. And until the next time I see you, happy selling. We'll see you.